I got a morph suit I pee in now. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> oh, oh no. that's disgusting. That's filthy. No. <laughs> and then what? Just like wring it out? <laughs> I'm going to say no. You put it in the freezer. I don't like that at all. <laughs> what do you mean, no? Is it like a popsicle for the meth pee then? or It reduces the swelling from the fever. That's how you get rid of your fever. Holy shit, you guys, <laughs> we figured it out. We got there. We got there. We got there. There are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Oh, yeah. We are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find. Centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Ella. And Casey. I'm how? Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Dave, what's this month's theme? This month, our theme is Killer B. We're looking at movies starring or featuring at least one member of the Wu-Tang Clan. So last week was my pick. I brought the, I'm not going to say wonderful, but I brought the a lot of fun Brick Mansions. (laughs) With RZA as the uh, primary antagonist of the film. Casey, this week was a fan selection. What did the fans pick out for us to watch? Every time I asked someone for a Wu-Tang member movie, the first thing everyone said was how high. So you know we had to bring how high to round it out at the end of the month with Method Man. And I I said last week Red Man was part of Wu-Tang. He's not. He's Wu-Tang adjacent. My apologies. He's a collab. He's a killer bee, but he's not in the Wu-Tang clan. Oh, okay. We'll count it then because it's killer bee month. Ah, He's a killer bee. You know. He's, he's not just a give you a rash bee. He's a killer bee. All right, Casey, before we get ahead of ourselves, you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us in this movie in 10 seconds or less. Here's your setup. You've been called into the dean's office. You're sitting in there waiting for him to come in and tell you what this is all about. Uh, but you had to skip lunch to make it here on time. Uh, and you decide to help yourself to a plate of brownies that's sitting on his desk. You figure he's not going to notice one of them missing or you know, probably not even like... <laughs> Probably five. I'm a a beast. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, what you did not realize is that these were dropped off by one of the school pranksters uh, and are absolutely loaded up with some very fast acting THC butter. So in the 10 seconds before all of that kicks in, sell us on this movie. Two newfound friends use artifice to fool their way through fancy parties, finals, and finally getting reefer the reverie it deserves. Six seconds. Wow, Casey, that was fucking, that, that worked. That was beautiful. Thanks. And Reefer should get reverie. <laughs> All Harvard needed was some really strong dead guy weed. Just smoke your idols. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right, before this gets too philosophical, let's go over the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. Where did the funk Dr. Spock get his Buddha? From Method Man, who took his street pharmacist job seriously. Growing different weed strains for different ailments. Fever? Mess got you. The runs? Mess got a strain for that. Impotence, smoke two and call meth in the morning. You heard it here fo- first, folks. If you've got a fever, <laughs> meth's got you. 
Meth Meth has got got you. You You just get a whole bunch of cough syrup, okay? (laughs) Step one. (laughs) Step two, get your stepmom's ID so you can get some more fucking cough syrup. (laughs) Step four. What happened to step three? You don't remember, <laughs> but suddenly you're filtering your own pee because you broke into a showing of Dune and you've got good ideas. Messboy Ivory recognizes skill and keeps encouraging him to take the testing for higher credentials. THC. <laughs> oh. Oh. When Ivory dies in a terrible fire falling from the window, getting hit by a bus accident, Meth honors his friend by growing him into the bombest weed. Literally, yeah, yeah, mixes yeah. his ashes I- into the soil. And November and that, is actually set on fire, fall out a window, get hit by a bus accident awareness month. So oh, I'm really <laughs> glad is. we brought such a topical film. And that's how meth meets Redman. They blaze up before the THC test and Ivory's ghost just appears out of nowhere. Whoever smokes it can see him. So Ivory helps meth and Redman ace the exam, which gets them into Harvard on the diversity line. Off at Harvard, the duo runs into legacy douche Bart. Meth wants his girlfriend, Lark Voorhees, a.k.a. Lisa from Saved by the Bell. Lisa! And Redman joins the rowing team just to show Bart up. Even the administration, Dean Kane, has it out for Red and Meth. Oh, shit! It's not the funk Dr. Spock, it's Superman! No, no, I mean the, the, the Dean whose name is Kane, not Dean oh. Kane. So, like, Kane that from the WWE or WCW? <laughs> Big guy? Dean Dean Kane. Dean Dean Kane. Dean Dean Kane. <laughs> that feels like a community joke. I yeah, was just yeah. thinking, <laughs> gay Dean, gay Dean, gay Dean, gay Dean. Well, they're not smoking hella buds. Meth is working on a truth serum for his botany final, while Redman keeps busy making his own fashion line. Boofoo. Buy us. Fuck you. But things change when the local volunteer safety officer steals the last ivory plant. Without their departed tutor, Red and Meth are on their own to study. Shockingly, that does not work at all. <laughs> it's so, hard. So they resort to digging up someone else d- dead and smart, in this case, John Quincy Adams, and smoke his ass. And that also doesn't work, which makes Dean Kane happy since he wants to get the pair out of Harvard. They got one last chance. Meth has got to figure out how to make his truth serum work. All he needs is something that can help with the nausea. If only there was, you know, some kind of medication, like something that meth was familiar with, a medicine that could help with nausea. Kale oh, pectate. Yeah, it's weed. It's weed. The movie's <laughs> called oh. High High. Of course it's weed. So one time I was really high and I was like, stuff was on sale and I was confused. And I bought kale pectate and I was never really sure what it was used for. So we just like let it sit in the thing as a joke for like two years because Jay's like, what's this? I was like, I have no idea. I bought it, but I didn't understand or I was desperate. I don't know. But then like a year after that, we actually used it and it works great. Yeah. (laughs) This is Kale Pectate. Sponsor shitty cinema. Hey, have your cinema be shitty. Not your bathroom. Kale Pectate. (laughs) Even though Dean Kane disinvites them to the alumni dinner, Redman's girlfriend brings them both as her date. Meth tosses his truth serum in the fire, politely distributing it to show that it works, which causes some loose lips from the partygoers. Meanwhile, Lisa finally reveals her excavation of a Ben Franklin cannon relic. That's no cannon, son! That's a bong! 
a revelation that pisses some people off, especially Dean Kane. But since everyone had some of that truth serum mixed up with that last of the ivory weed, Ivory shows up with Ben Franklin to confirm to everyone that it is indeed a cannon-looking ancient water bong. I mean, oh, you can shit. make a bong out of anything, but I like a man that can make a cannon out of any bong. <laughs> so, I mean, like, get you a Ben Franklin. That's smart. Yes. That's sexy. Dean Kane gets fired on the spot. He tries to axe murder Red Man and Math. Red Man is accepted by the vice president, his girlfriend's dad, and Meth gets Lisa, who breaks up with Bart because he can't pleasure her, but Meth can. Meth can pleasure her. So, like, have they fucked yet or no? I mean, no. It is weird that she hadn't officially broken up with her boyfriend till this point. Oh, no, it's not. Not in college. Hell <laughs> <Well>, yeah. <laughs> not in college. It is absolutely not. You're just like, ooh, God, this is going to be awkward, so, isn't it? Is she supposed to be a grad student? Really, you're thinking about this more than the movie did. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I come don't, on, Jay. Come I don't on. think the movie cares. Okay. I mean, she's doing grad student shit. That's that's what grad students usually do. And hot girl shit. I, okay, but Method Man is not a grad student. No. And his professor gives him an assignment of advanced human knowledge in biology. Yeah. Well, it's botany. So, and it's Harvard. Botany. Yeah, it's Harvard. That's undergrad shit. Come it on. Doesn't, he doesn't expect you to do it. He expects you to try. You know what? Dave, earlier you mentioned that you wanted to draw comparisons from How High to Rise of Taj to Van Wilder, Two Balls, Two Furious, <laughs> whatever the fuck it's called. I'm going to say... I'll allow it, and I want to lead with at least this movie did a party right. Yeah. Like, I've been to that party. It, it did a much better college party than Van Wilder 2 did. Yeah. Very similar kind of different different plot structure, but the same story beats. But, yeah, the, uh, the wild party to disrupt the fancy college was much better done this time around. People dressed up in actual fucking costumes. Like, the kind of costumes that you see at a college party, right? Lark Voorhees was dressed up as, as Marilyn Monroe. Uh, it's Lisa. Lisa right. It's Lisa. Stop. Lisa was dressed up as Stop. Marilyn Monroe. Say her name. Redman and Meth were dressed up as nuns with wayfarers on. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a Blues Brothers thing or something. I'm not really sure. But I dug I it. Know. And I look. bet they were probably like, holy shit, these nun costumes are comfy as hell. Just let your shit fly, man. All right. Let it fly. Yeah, so I don't know if it's accurate to, like, a Harvard college party, but for, you know, as compared to the really weirdly quiet one in Van Wilder 2, this was a hell of a lot better. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But the overall plot of the movie is pretty much beat for beat along the same lines. We got a, a fish out of water getting sent to the stuffy school. At least they just they called it Harvard instead of inventing a fake Ivy League school this time around know that it's really i mean it shares some similar college themes but i don't agree that they're really the same beat for beat movie right like how high is really more a bunch of funny small stories yeah but i mean the over i mean we had the same antagonist in the douchebag uh whose parents had donated millions to the school and is dating the girl that one of our protagonists wants to get with that's a common trope yeah, in college i don't movies, know though. who's worse who would you say is worse as a boyfriend? I'm going to say the British guy. 
Yeah, I mean, the British guy was shown to yeah, be worse right, uh, right. in bed. So, but they both have the like the relation of they cannot satisfy a woman, <sighs> and I can attest that kind of guy cannot satisfy a woman. <laughs> just like, honey, he's not here for you. He's not here for you. Been there. You just case. happen to be there. Uh, That's science. Bart is more. Uh, he's just more pretentious douchebag. He's not as as aggressive as the British guy from. I bet you could find him occasionally amusing at a party, or he might be good at beer pong. I just don't think I. I think I could find one like okay about <laughs> Bart, where the other guy was like, "I just need you to not <laughs> exist, man." Please. Bart is incredibly proud of his abilities as a competitive rower, yeah. which both in the film and like in real life, that's that's not a sport. That's labor. That's right. just labor but that you've invented a, a sport out of. Bod. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay. You tell him, Bart. Yeah, that guy's a loser. Why don't you take your shirt off about he it? He said that, and I. You know what I mean? I looked at his physique, and he doesn't have the physique of a world class college rower. Just hey, what does that even look like? Is it like a Johnny Bravo character where it's just all shoulders and no legs? (laughs) No, you need gotta use your legs to row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's a whole body thing. Rowers are fucking. Yeah, you get shredded. It's like it's like swimming. It's the strengthier version of swimming. The strengthier version. Thanks, Buffy. All right, all right. Point conceded. I guess it's not. A plot hole that he doesn't look like a Johnny Bravo character. Listen, I said something nice about him. I said he could possibly have a good bod. Okay, <laughs> I'm trying. Did everybody see? I did. I nice statement acknowledged. Okay, they were on the rowing team, which wasn't the best part of the movie. The best part of the movie was the rowing coach, Coach Bill, who <laughs> was my favorite character. Okay. By far, I loved Coach Bill. Coach Bill for life. When, when fucking Redman cheats and shows up Bart and Bart flips out, the coach acts like he's going to chew Redman out. But instead, he fucking talks about how much he hates Bart's parents and wants him to get on the team to fucking show him up. And that is my kind of spiteful educator. Like a man that's like, I know as that I can't you're go still anywhere. throwing zingers. Right. That is... That is my brother, probably five years ago. The coach does not put him on the team to show him up. The coach specifically puts him on the team just to continue talking shit to him. He tells him flat out, I will make you, I will put you (laughs) on my team so long as you keep throwing zingers at that kid I hate. He's like one of the original followers of if it doesn't spark joy, don't keep it. Red man sparks joy. You keep him on the team. He's like right. the original Marie Kondo lover. That is both hilarious and something I am 100% positive teachers already do. Of just like, this kid annoys me. I'm going to make them work with the person I know annoys them. 100%. That's, that's the pettiness in teaching. That's why people go into teaching. Uh, once again, though, we get my personal pet peeve of movies telling us that you can be great at sports through pure gumption. No, you can't show up to Harvard and hop on the rowing team with no experience and do well. Uh, Redman has a meticulous training workout, which consists of smoke, stroke, 
right? So him and another character we haven't introduced yet. I need money. Uh, I need money helps Me Red too. Man. I know, right? Uh, I need money helps Red Man. Red Man pulls back on the rolling machine and strokes. And then I need money leans in, puts the pu- puts the blunt to his mouth so that Red Man can smoke. Smoke, stroke, God. smoke, stroke. You've done this for me before. <laughs> On the elliptical. Actually, you have too, Dave. Yeah, 100%. I'm just smoke, saying it's not a great training regimen. Is my passion. <laughs> I would very much like to see Method Man or Red Man try and chief on one of those blunts at the speed of a competitive rower. Just straight up. <laughs> Bill the Crew Coach also, toward the end, starts wearing Bufu. And is adopting towards the towards middle. The middle. Yeah. He like immediately was <laughs> just like, yeah. And he bumps up. Dean Kane is pissed at him and he's super chill about the whole thing. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. He calls the Dean of Harvard son, <laughs> which is not a good joke, but it is amusing. So, all right. I'll allow it. He, you know, I feel like he got just enough time on screen to not oversaturate him and leave you wanting definitely, more. Definitely. Same with other bit characters like Tracy Morgan in <laughs> the Field of Dreams <laughs> is my fucking favorite. Who's going to mow this grass? Who the fuck's coming out to a cornfield? Yes. Yes. I love Yeah. uncredited in this. And it's just fucking Tracy Morgan being Tracy well, Morgan. Well, I'll give him credit. It's- beautiful you make me smile tracy <laughs> okay one of my favorites and and i mentioned him earlier is i need money i need money is red man's friend who is mute and the first time he met he wrote down i need money on paper and red man was shit me too and so now he's i need money he even has a grill that is i need dollar sign yeah, which, how close do you need to be to read? Because it's only like a four-tooth grill, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. This is really small font. Sure. Yeah, he needs money to get a bigger grill. Right. I need money. You got, you got to be pretty intimate things. to read it. I think I think most of us are just taking his word that it says I need money in day-to-day life. <laughs> or re- taking his handwriting, I guess. I need money is fucking fantastic, though. He's the guy on the couch for them. Yeah, but he's way more useful. Right, that's true, because he he steals the volunteer guy's bike. Elaborately, and (laughs) rides it away. Like, he really puts in the work for it. And then he ghost rides it into a fucking semi. Yeah, steals it to immediately abandon (laughs) it and get it completely destroyed. Meanwhile, fucking Gerald, the guy whose bike it is, is just crying. how you break a man. Crying about it. And the semi-driver, of course, then backs over it, asks a question, and then drives over it again. It's kind of brilliant. Some of the jokes were kind of reminiscent of high school high, (laughs) a little bit of like, we're going to take this a little too far. We're just going to keep it going. We're not wrapping up tonight, guys. Okay, we're done. I enjoyed that one. I thought that one worked. I laughed. I don't think so. Really? That one didn't get me. Uh, the bike the bike getting creamed by the semi made me laugh. The semi driver backing up to ask for directions and running over it again, I got a chuckle out of. Then the bike getting run over a third time and immediately having all of its bits stolen off the ground 
by a random <laughs> car that just pulls up and steals it. I was just, okay, let's move on here, people. Uh, I enjoyed it. Gerald has to be my least favorite character in this whole movie, though, because he's apparently the self-appointed volunteer safety officer of the Harvard campus, uh, which I'm pretty sure they have those, and I'm pretty sure they're just cops. <laughs> but the man is on a self-appointed campaign against marijuana smokers on campus, despite the fact that he apparently can neither recognize the sight or smell <laughs> of marijuana in any form whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, you've met those people, though, David. You've met those people. Right, because if he did, the moment he met Meth and Redman, he would know that there was fucking weed. Right. Clearly, you guys have, like, just so much weed on you right now. <laughs> I would wait on people with that attitude where I'm like, listen, bitch, if it wasn't for weed, you wouldn't be getting your breakfast right now. <laughs> Neither from the cook, nor me, nor the cashier, nor the fucking bitch that sat you. Like, excuse me? If you hate weed, don't eat out. Everyone's on drugs that works on your food. I, uh, you better pray it's just weed. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God. I've worked I... with an array, and the weed is All the right. least abrasive. And, like back of house they better be on weed yeah you gotta just i don't want them taken on last night raw okay everybody if you've smoked weed for a while or maybe this is just indicative of the old time days when it was more wild west where we live but everybody knows a gerald (laughs) who is against weed and then just jumps right the fuck in a hundred percent because he did some crackhead weed head shit of taping a joint, smoking oh book pages. Oh. I'm ninety nine percent sure everyone on this call has done that. I've never used I know. Yeah, he <laughs> he Well I'm he not proud tape. but yeah. I'm still here. And also he stole a a plant that was being grown he did not steal any finished product so what did he go home and just yank a fresh bud off and slap some paper around it and light it on fire he was probably smoking how'd that taste but that that scene made me fucking recoil because that had to have burned i I just can't imagine what that would have tasted like and burned oh Oh, ah. instant hairball watching that scene just the scotch tape and the wrong papers yeah. and, and just, it's gotta know, be wet mm, weed hawk. gross man gross you'd be fucking hacking a lung up gerald what you said was lawful good what would dean kane be i would see him as lawful good dean kane is lawful evil yeah. because he he clearly is trying to accomplish he decides as soon as method man and red man show up at his school that he is going to use the rules to get them kicked out yeah So he's looking to selectively enforce the rules in a way he sees fit, but he's not going outside them entirely. So that's lawful evil. Definitely. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Dean Cain, super nerd, uh, very uptight the whole time, got to complain that he bitches about them spilling Cheetos on a tapestry (laughs) that he's using as a fucking rug. As a fucking rug. Okay, so... So today it's Cheetos, but like yesterday it was probably like mud or like dog shit. What are you doing? If it's valuable, don't use it as a rug for fuck's sake or make people take your fucking shoes off before you come into my office. 
Yeah, that really confused me. I don't know why you would use a super why? expensive fucking tapestry as a rug. I, it's Harvard. They've probably got a basement full of them. <laughs> no, like, he you said it's go from his sit on collection. their couch and they have like this cool throw blanket and they're like, "That's the shroud of Turin. What are you doing?" <laughs> You're like, "Okay, but why is it on your futon? Ooh, well, <laughs> where am I supposed to sit?" Awkward. So, uh, and Jesus crept up my ass crack. Stop. Maybe how high did did hurt us a little bit with its bad weed etiquette, but it did get a lot of drug activities right. Like, for example. The challenges of trying to roll a joint in winter when you've got your heat on in your car and the blower fucking grabs. You can't feel your fingers. Right, right. You set it down and your fucking blower just throws your weed and your paper all over your fucking car. Yeah, are you going to tell me Redman is so inexperienced (laughs) at rolling a joint that he's not well aware of the best way of rolling this up in I his car. I assumed he was already probably right. high because that was hot. Like he, I've watched myself do that exact same <laughs> thing where I'm just oh, like, oh no. my God, come on. You know better than this. You can't be this dumb or you wouldn't <laughs> still be alive. Right. What is going on with you? We'll talk about this later though. When you're not so high, but we got to get higher. The fact that we're in this situation is evidence that you should not be in this situation. (laughs) Exactly. True. Exactly. But it does, it sets up a beautiful moment, right? Because then you've got Math, who loses his papers. He doesn't have any papers. Really hate every time you say that. Sorry. But you've got Math and Math. I lost my weed, so I turned to Math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it sets up a beautiful situation, right? Because then Method Man, who doesn't have, he loses his papers, right? Can have this moment where Red Man and him look at each other. And he's like, got weed, got blunt, and they can come together. And that is how stoner partnerships are Ooh, for. Me. That is real is, life sure. shit. But then they immediately speak with the dead <laughs> from smoking this weed. Yeah, but have like you've met that stranger you smoked with in a desperate situation, you guys just like vibed yeah. out and went through some shit together. Like those friendships are real. I still have like I still stay in contact with people from moments like that where I'm like, "Hey, we had an experience together." Was that experience speaking with the dead? Damn close. <laughs> Damn close in some of them. Who these. would you speak with, Casey? John Benet Ramsey. Who killed you? And then I'm going to sell that Wait, story. Wait, what if she didn't know? No, she's just like, I don't know, some guy. Great, I just smoked a kid <laughs> for no reason? <laughs> Jesus. Right, because right, by this logic, you have to <sighs> you have to mix their ashes into soil and grow right. weed from it and then smoke them. <sighs> okay, can you point me to the Lindenberg baby? Where's that one at? <laughs> I hate this fucking new crime show. I'm starting. Casey's just gonna be like smoking different kids. Like this, I can't even. Fuck! Fuck! I've got my show name. Smoking cases. Oh god! Why did I start with Keith? Hey. There's going to be a crying ghost baby behind me for like two hours now. (laughs) Oh, but then plot twist. 
plot twist like episode eight or so you're interrogating a guy and you strap one of those gas mask bongs on him <laughs> and you load it up with the ghost baby weed the truth oh yeah 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 <laughs> oh it's kind of like a sympathy for lady vengeance thing where i'm like i'm gonna make him smoke all of his victims and they can beat him up oh Spoiler alert. <laughs> Retroactive spoiler alert. I, oh, fuck you. You've had like 17 years to watch okay, it. Okay, listen. I think it's way worse if it's just one random crying baby. That is <laughs> way fucking worse. Like I don't know. Like, cats do that to oh, people. I... Wait, uh, like, what are the rules? Can I mix multiple people's ashes and summon both of them simultaneously? Because... <laughs> yeah. yes. well, okay, if so, on. there's a lot of dead babies out Ivory, there. Ivory brought Ben Franklin with him. Uh, that's true. In this one, you don't, and you didn't even have Ben Franklin's ashes right. in there, so like right. they can go fetch other dead and bring them as well. So here's which the movie really glosses over. <laughs> they just they just use it to cheat on tests and not to you know confirm that the afterlife exists. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so is there a heaven or a hell or a good place or a bad place or does everybody go to the same place and just kind of like life but you can't die or like get tortured sort of a thing maybe? I, I'm just saying, if it was me, right, and I smoked that and then my dead friend was there, I would not be interested in the test at all. Nothing. Right, I'd be like, okay. that clearly We're not taking matter. that test Right, now. like. Talk, let's talk to me about what does matter. I need to learn. Right. So I guess we could kind of compare this movie to uh, that R.L. Stein, mostly ghostly. Have you seen my ghoul friend? Because he does have ghosts help him out. So I'm so glad we can exploit people after they're dead. I think that's really the main takeaway here for Halloween. Oh, it's not Halloween month. It's Killer Bee. I love your, your move of solidarity, Case. Liberate the ghosts. Sim to... He uses the ghost to similar ends as well. And he's just right. using him to cheat in school. It's just Harvard instead of high school now. Do you think the kid from Mostly Ghostly was secretly smoking? <laughs> grown from the ashes of the ghosts? I hope Like so. they just didn't show us that yeah. scene? Maybe it was in the books. Ew. Listen, I could probably talk about this film all night, but I do have to get back to my botany final. So I need to know, <laughs> Jay... How high would you watch it again? I wasn't sure how this was going to age. And there is definitely some parts of how high that are uh, a little cringy and reminiscent of some things that maybe weren't the best. However, that being said, cultural norms. I <laughs> found this a lot funnier than I anticipated. And I, I really enjoy the chemistry of Method Man and Red Man. I think some of the bit characters are absolutely fantastic. I love I Need Money. I love the bit with Redman and the vice president's daughter as his girlfriend. Who's going to mow this grass? I think that this really has a lot going for it. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to watch How High again. I am not disappointed nor surprised. <clears throat> Dave, what about you? 2001's How High. Would you watch it again? I also wasn't sure how well this is going to have aged. Because I know I watched this back when it first came out in 2001, but I have not seen it since then. And I, it, it, it hasn't been that long, but even in 20 years, the weed culture looks very, very strange to reflect on. Yeah. <laughs> and It was a time travel piece. That's a good yeah. point, Dave. 
Ah, the I'm definitely not the target audience at all for this movie anymore. Uh, and with the whole like college fish out of water story not really doing it for me, ah, I don't think I'm gonna watch this again. Oh, I'm kind of glad I did wow. one last time wow. just to to close the book on that wow. era of stoner films. But wow. I think Chappelle's the only one I'm gonna give another chance on that whole time frame. Casey, how about you? I know this wasn't your pick, but you introduced this viewer's choice for us. So it's one and one. You got to break the tie. Would you watch How High again? I am shocked because last night when we watched it, Jay and I, I said, wow, every time I watch this movie, I like it a little more. I find something I didn't see the last time. I loved this movie. And if you're asking how high, I was about a seven and a half. I had some citrus sap, <laughs> citrus sap shatter. Um, and this was a fucking delight. I, I laughed. I cried. I loved it. Yeah, no, I would absolutely watch Ooh. this again. I, I mean, yeah, parts of it are problematic, but everything from that time is. So <laughs> it's not True. the worst. It's not the most offensive movie. It's pretty inoffensive. So, yeah, I'd absolutely watch this again. So that's it. Two out of three of us would watch this again because Dave's a bad man. Dave's too grown up to enjoy this movie. Oh, Dave, I, am. I am. I want movies about barbecues, damn it. All right, it's time to move on from Killer Bee Month. Goodbye. Buzz, buzz away. And we're switching it over to December. No, we're not going to torture you with Christmas. We're instead going to gift you with off-brand cereal month. Those movies that are almost like those other movies that you know. You know, like, instead of Incredible Hulk, Incredible Bulk. <laughs> amazing Bulk, I apologize. He's not incredible. He's, He's amazing. amazing. So I'm going to start out with a movie called Android Cop, starring Michael Jai White, a.k.a. Black Dynamite. I'm so excited for this film. Me too. I don't know much about it other than it's from Asylum Films and has Michael Jai fucking white, so what more do I need to know? Uh, in the meantime, follow us on social media, Facebook at sh.ttycinema, Twitter at badmoviesbadpeople, PPL, Instagram at casey.cinema, Patreon slash shittycinema, or shittycinema.com. Check the description below if you didn't catch all that, and if you want to help us out, give us a thumbs up on Facebook, share our podcast with friends, I don't know. Give us your left nipple. Mail that to Dave. And in the meantime, let's turn out the lights, turn up the lighter, and pass the touchy on the left hand side. Huh?